Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. Why do people move to this area typically? Well, it's usually because of those beaches. It's because of the it's because of the atmosphere. Uh, you, you just can't beat having those those pristine beaches without having Condo City right there. It's flanked mostly by some forest and not a whole lot of stuff around it, for the most part. <laughs> uh, of course, the weather. It's not dreadfully hot, but it's not super cold either. Uh, we do have a couple of months that it does get a little bit chilly down to like the 40s or 50s. Uh, but for the most part, it's very, very comfortable. Uh, the, Of course, the humidity does make it a little bit warmer, a little bit colder, but overall just wonderful. And of course, you have fantastic boating and fishing. World class is what they call it here. And uh, lots, lots of uh, great opportunities for that. And of course, a great community. One thing I can't say enough about our community is we, we have just a good mix here in Northwest Florida. We've got four or five military installations just around our area. So we get a lot of diverse people from all over the place. That's also mixed with the people from Georgia and Alabama. That kind of Southern um, hospitality just seems to really uh, encompass this area and not only that we're also Floridians so we have that going for us as well that mix in itself just just as a great community overall so let's talk about what changed hey Tim what changed well let's talk about four things one thing number one is the housing market Two, of course COVID we can't not talk about that one the job market has changed and of course investments have as well so let's get into number one the housing market so Florida in the entire state of Florida, our appreciation, now normal appreciation that we've seen uh, across the board is typically three to 4% per year. So if you bought a home and whatever you purchase that home at, then it should be worth three to 4% more the next year. That's appreciation. Well, it got a little crazy down here in Florida with everybody seeming to move into this area uh, that it actually went up 20.8% percent and that's from uh, neighborhood scout if you want to look up that data neighborhoodscout.com uh, 20.84 percent that's insanity right so if you bought something in 2020 you your value has already gone up 20.84 percent it's insane now the national average over this past year was just shy of 12 or 12 percent which was 11.4 uh, based on the statistics that we saw so we're supposed to start seeing appreciation slow down uh, as, a, as the next few years go, probably somewhere between five, nationally, somewhere between uh, five to, to eight percent, which is going to be a big slowdown here in Florida. We're probably going to see a big dip for appreciation as well, uh, but I don't think it will be that much. But these are just based off of uh, realtrends.com. If you want to check them out, uh, they have all the data that we've pulled. In any case, if you purchase something now this year, here in the next five years, 10 years, you're gonna be looking back really glad that you did. The same way that somebody that purchased in 2012 is looking back right now. Whew. 
<laughs> All right, so let's talk about the housing market and what has changed. Now, over the past year, here's what we had for single family homes. Our median price in, in Northwest Florida was around 375,000. That was a high all the way up to 16.9 mil down over in 30A area. And our low was about 15,000. And I believe that was a mobile home somewhere. Uh, as we look for condos, our median price was about 435,000. Our high all the way up to 8.2 million and a low of 25,000, which surprisingly enough was in Miramar Beach. Now it wasn't looking over any body of water, but it was there. <laughs> so what has changed in the housing market as far as deals going on? Winning deals has become a lot different. We as real estate agents had to change our strategy for you, the buyer or the investor to make sure that you could even get something. Now, of course, our job is normally to get you the lowest possible price with the best possible terms. But really, because most of these homes were going into multiple offers, we had to be more strategic. A lot of people were putting in what we call escalation clauses where they would pay $1,000 over any competing offer and then they would just go up to, it started at 300,000, up to 350,000, right? We even got to a point to where we know that the market wouldn't support it, right? The market wouldn't support that price because we were financing it. And the bank said that, hey, in this scenario, it's only worth 310,000. Okay, well, if it only says that, then I'll pay an extra $7,000 over appraised value at closing. Whew, like, then we have appraisal gaps that are going in. Like this, it got pretty crazy. Now, as I was advising my buyers and our buyers that work with everybody here on our team, was not necessarily to go much higher than 7,000 above appraised value. Uh, based on normal appreciation, it's gonna take you about five and a half years for the value of that to catch up to what you paid for. Uh, for people going over that, I hope to goodness that uh, that is your forever home and you're holding on to it for quite some time. Because <laughs> this appreciation won't last forever. Um, and in any case, we have to get and are continually getting more and more uh, creative with our financing to make sure that you get the home or the condo or the investment that, that you're really looking for. Uh, one of the other things too that we've seen is a, a slowdown on investors looking to flip properties. Now, is that not going on anymore? Absolutely not. Uh, it is absolutely still going on, right? So uh, the only thing is, is that it's harder to find those specific type of properties. You're almost doing the job of a, of a real estate agent, cold calling neighborhoods, sending out mailers, doing all the dirty work that we normally do <laughs> in order to find clients. So investors are doing that at this point to, to find those certain ones and to get that return on investment that they're really looking for or they're just accepting a lower amount of return based on the time and materials and manpower that they're putting into it. However, we're also seeing an uptick in long-term and short-term rentals, and it's mainly due to the fact that the interest rates are still low. And for those investors looking long-term, that's, that's pretty much free money. So it seems silly not to invest if you have the means to do so at this time with the market appreciation and the outlook the way that it is. Okay, let's talk about COVID restrictions. Now, one thing about Florida, and especially Northwest Florida, is they really did not enforce much of anything and they weren't really required to thanks to Governor DeSantis. Uh, the mask mandates, it did go on for some time and then it kind of dwindled out. 
it became more optional, it wasn't required. Our governor also in certain counties, not specifically here, uh, was taking away public funding for those that had mandates in certain schools, depending upon where you are in those on that line, it's either good or bad. But either way, uh, you'll be walking around the street, you'll be in stores, you'll be in restaurants, they're at full capacity, no mask mandates. The people that still feel and want to protect themselves are still wearing that, no harm, no foul. There's no local restrictions. We did have something at some point where certain businesses would require it, but not here in Northwest Florida, not anymore. Uh, as far as the vaccination requirements, uh, our, the state of Florida is trying its best not to have to enforce the anything coming down from the federal um, it, that they can, right? <laughs> so there, uh, there's a big push here in the state of Florida that's trying not to have restrictions or requirements for certain things. Now, obviously, federal jobs like the U.S. military, things like that, they're required to do it. But of course, even at the date of this video, there's cases and things going to the Supreme Court that are changing this all the time. So uh, take this, take this uh, at, for with a grain of salt, so to speak and uh, know that at least here uh, there's not a, a big reaction even to the omicron virus at this time and of course travel restrictions there hasn't been much at least coming in uh, of course coming out of florida going into certain states like maybe new york or california they may have some restrictions but coming into the state still really nothing okay number three we have the job market uh, the job market interestingly enough uh, has grown and it's not because the jobs are coming here. What do you mean? Well, the job market has changed and has changed since COVID came in where everybody started to go teleworking. So one of the great things about teleworking is if you can do your job teleworking 99% of the time, there's been a lot of people that have negotiated with their boss, with their company that they could work anywhere and and just telework for their entire job. Maybe come in once a month, once every other month or something like that. So there's a lack of necessity to work in a geolocation and just telework half the time. This is phenomenal if you wanna move and work in the place that you vacation, uh, mainly because uh, you will qualify for a loan because you're not changing jobs. Most of the time when people relocate and they wanna get a loan, be like, do you already have a job lined up? Do you have an offer letter? Do you have all this other stuff? If you're keeping the same job and you're just picking up a computer and moving it to another place, that makes it super easy. So we've we've seen a lot of people figuring this out and have uh, have moved to this area and just continued life as normal, except they wake up and they're 15 minutes from the gorgeous beaches. <laughs> all right, number four that we do have for you is the investments for uh, short-term rentals and a boost for Harl. Uh, they're, they're boosting the ROI on this. Why? Because more people are vacationing. If you look at the rents since COVID hit, obviously in the first three, four months, they took a big dip during some of the highest uh, income months uh, back when in 2020. But because all the other states have had such high restrictions, everybody's trying to escape it. So when they come down here, they come to Northwest Florida, they come to our Panama City, Destin, Pensacola Beach, these areas to come vacation. Uh, there's more and more people just trying to get away from it and a big vacation just from COVID altogether, <laughs> at least seemingly. Uh, so 
with that being said, the amount that they've been able to rent these, these condos have been significantly higher. So the same uh, return on investment or cash flow numbers that we calculate for our investors have gone up significantly. So you'd be making more money and be able to do that. Now, don't get me wrong, the people selling these condos realize that too. Uh, so they have been pricing it competitively, but good news is with the interest rates being as low as they have been and the long-term appreciation and the just continuous demand for, for rentals and more people vacationing in this area per year, you're gonna see a much more stable and a much better return on investment and cash flow, depending upon your goals. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, Make sure to give them a call, send them a text or email because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.